Yes, sir. Good morning, Tim. Uh, you, the governor, the secretary of state, some other folks in the eye of that hurricane that, that's still swirling out there. There are those, I mean, you've heard every name and every description out there. He's a rhino. He sold out. He did this and that and the other thing to keep Donald Trump out of another term in the White House. I, what you said there, you're satisfied. You said it, that was a couple of weeks ago, maybe. You're still satisfied that, that what we had by way of results is an accurate reflection of the will of the Georgia voters. Absolutely. Uh, unfortunately, the, the person I voted for did not win the presidential election. And, and equally uh, as, as important, the two people that I voted for in the Senate race did not win. But uh, uh, certainly it was a, an uncomfortable period of time. It's not our best moment as Republicans, but uh, I'm proud of the work that uh, our state of election officials have put forward to, to put on a legal election. Uh, that said, uh, there are those Republicans, House and Senate and elsewhere, who say election reforms are needed. Uh, they point to any number of things. What, if anything's on your agenda by way of election reform? Well, and I certainly could, couldn't agree anymore. There is the opportunity to, to make some positive moves uh, around elections, and certainly that's something that we do every election cycle. We, we learn some of the gaps that are out there. And I think that's really what played out in this last election cycle was, you know, some folks were not happy that their person didn't win. Uh, they, some smart folks looked and found some gaps, potential gaps, and then built fictitious stories around it and tried to sell that off as, as, as truth. Uh, the reality is this legislative session, we're going to work with our colleagues in, in the Senate and the House and with the governor's office and try to figure out what are some ways that we can tighten up the elections and so that we, we, we continue to gain and earn the confidence of the voters, but we also continue to make sure that uh, we, we allow as many folks to vote legally as possible. Now, just a couple of quick things that, that are being at least discussed, Lieutenant Governor Jeff Duncan. I'm trying to do something about the mail-in voting to the extent that some people see it as a problem. Secretary of State Raffensperger, among those suggesting that we eliminate the no-excuse absentee voting, go back to the way it was by prior to, I think, 2005. Where might you be on that? Yeah, the governor and the speaker and I, I believe we've all agreed publicly. I, I think that's the case. Just make sure you research that. But I know that I certainly have uh, not to take that direction uh, and eliminate uh, that. Uh, what I do think is an opportunity for us to move forward is uh, to do a photo ID. Just if you're going to vote absentee, just put a copy of your ID inside that envelope and mail it in. Certainly there's going to be a couple of exceptions with maybe folks that are elderly or whatnot, but uh, certainly I think that's the most modern way to, to take those into account. But to, I, I, hopefully we'll see gr good support for that in this legislative session and we can move forward. Uh, your counterpart in the House, House Speaker David Ralston, has suggested a couple of things regarding the Secretary of State. Number one, a constitutional amendment that would uh, have that position appointed rather than elected, and then a new position to handle elections in Georgia. Any movement in the Senate in that direction? I've not heard any any energy in the Senate around that. Uh, what I will tell you is that some additional reforms that are out there that I've seen come into our office over the last few weeks from Senate members uh, are uh, something like a statewide uh, grand jury uh, that would allow just instead of a local uh, county, if there's an election issue, that uh, there could be a statewide grand jury uh, and some other things out there that I think are absolutely meaningful reforms. I think one of them, Tim, is, is that was mentioned to me, and this sounds pretty simple, that when the election, when the polls close, a county has to publish the total number of outstanding ballots. So they're not, you know, having to force their their, their counts to be done in you know seconds. It's just simply saying, hey, we've got one million seven hundred sixty-three thousand ballots, or whatever the number is, outstanding, and that gives uh, that, that that gives visibility into how much left in the count uh, each county is.
Lieutenant Governor Jeff Duncan with us. Uh, Shifting gears, the coronavirus vaccine, the distribution in Georgia. Uh, The governor tweeting uh, every evening now the numbers. uh, The latest from him, it was about 6 o'clock last night, close to 600,000 coronavirus vaccinations so far. It's 55,000 or so that were administered on Thursday. The governor's saying Thursday that that the issue now is a supply issue. We don't have as much as we want or need. Uh, Your sense of where we are on all this? Well, continue to be uh, supportive and proud of the governor's efforts uh, around so much of, of what's gone on in the last two years, but specifically around Corona, uh, putting that balance between lives and livelihoods in exactly, I believe, the right place for 11 million Georgians. Uh, with as far as the vaccine, uh, certainly every state is having to deal with different supply and demand uh, and distribution. Governor Kemp has really built a great team around him with Dr. Toomey, uh, Ryan Loke, and others uh, in, in DPH. Uh, certainly, it looks like the acceleration rate of vaccines going outbound are, are, is increasing. Uh, I have not gotten an update from him yet today, still early on, on, on the supply. But I can certainly tell you that uh, he is going to be uh, as front and center in the Fed's ear as he possibly can to make sure we've got a, a steady supply of those vaccines to help us get, get through this, this latest wave and also to allow us to get back to business as usual. Uh, House and Senate uh, in recess this week, budget work beneath the gold dome there in Atlanta. Uh, your sense of the budget, the governor telling us he does not call for budget cuts this year, unlike last year. Still going to be, though, a very tight budget picture, one would imagine. Yeah, uh, so we're, we're wrapping up today uh, our budget week. Uh, Senator Blake Tillery, our chairman of appropriations, has been working uh, with uh, appropriations chair in the House, Terry England, to pull together uh, the, the amended budget, and, and obviously then we've got to look at the, the 2022 budget. Uh, it doesn't appear to be cuts, uh, but I think everybody with a fiscally conservative mindset, me included, obviously the governor included, uh, would, would be cautious going into this next year's budget just because of uh, all the unknowns. Uh, you know, is there uh, going to be an affected unemployment rate just because of this latest wave? Is there going to be slowdowns? Uh, we want to make sure that we're fiscally conservative. I did see that we have $2.7 billion still in our rainy day fund, which uh, is is a great spotlight on the governor's uh, fiscal responsibility. Lieutenant Governor Jeff Duncan with us. Uh, hard to imagine, but the election cycles that were just behind us uh, a year or so from now, maybe even sooner, we're going to be deep in the next round of elections. Uh, what are your plans for 2022? Your name is being mentioned, frankly, by me and others as somebody who might want to trade up and run for Senate. Is that on your radar? Well, I can tell you right now that uh, during this time of year, I try to eliminate all the background noise. It takes all the attention of, of me and, and my office to focus in on the, the, the session. Uh, and we've got uh, 36 days left in session, and then we'll look up and, and we'll see what, what is the best opportunities for the state of Georgia and the best ways to use our skills and talents to help them. Uh, but uh, I can tell you all hands on deck to try to make sure that we take care of a nearly $26 billion budget 11 million Georgians, an education system that's got to got to continue to improve. Uh, we got our work cut out for us for the next two months. Well, from the partisan perspective, though, you mentioned coming in that, okay, the, the side that I voted for, President, Senate, those races lost. Georgia is a blue state. Uh, what do you do now about getting Georgia back into the red column? Yeah, t- to me, Tim, this is a mindset. If you've watched, you know, I've had, you know, 60-plus national TV interviews over the last two months. And I've really tried to talk about, you know, trying to dispel the misinformation around the election fraud. But I've also tried to tried to, to cast a vision of what GOP 2.0 looks like. And uh, we got to continue to remind ourselves as Republicans and, 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 and go in and grasp those moderates 
that our policies really are widely adopted across this country. I think an overwhelming majority of Americans trust us to take care of their neighborhoods, find their next job, educate their kids. Uh, we need to dig back into that policy uh, perspective, and we need to clean up our tone. We've got to stop trying to call people names in 280 characters or less, and we need to start inspiring people. I think if we can do that, then we can continue to get Georgia as a red state. I, I, lead, I push no further than Governor Kemp and his steadfast uh, leadership style through all the, the chaos we've been through the last two years. Uh, I think an overwhelming majority of Georgians are going to support him and his efforts. You know, speaking of those uh, 280 characters, whatever it is, I saw a tweet from you it was a couple of weeks ago. It may have been, it might have even been uh, the day of the election, the runoff election. In any case, it was a tweet that you sent out. It was a picture of a baseball field, I guess, somewhere there in Forsyth County. And I'm guessing, based on the text of the tweet, it, it, one of your kids may be out there for baseball tryouts. Okay, here's what we should be focusing on right now, the really important stuff. Uh, it, it's that time of year again. We do sometimes get we we get really bogged down in our politics and sometimes all of us and this is probably bipartisan nonpartisan we we can sometimes lose sight of the big picture stuff yeah tim what makes us americans is doing stuff like that it's not politics politics is really supposed to represent and help us achieve that american dream every day i took that picture because it was a great reminder here i am enjoying i mean this is a highlight of my month uh, watching my son try out for a freshman baseball team um, it was awesome. And, uh, you know, I have to have those reminders. I think all, it's healthy for all of us to have those reminders of why we all work so hard. He make the team? He made the team. <laughs> there's, the, there's the really good news. Jeff Duncan, Lieutenant Governor, best of luck moving forward. Thanks for your time this morning. Yes, sir. Have a great weekend.